0: Bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) I just asked Lindsay if she had her noise ready before we pressed record, and that's what we got. Um, So the answer was not really. (laughs) Welcome back to Sorry We're Open. Episode 8. I'm Lindsay. I'm Jess. And episode 8 is great. (laughs) That was... (laughs) We can't... Episode 8, man. We're almost to 10 episodes. Double digits. Oh, baby. You can count. The podcast is getting close to its teens. Stop. Okay, we're we've had enough of this. <laughs> um, Jess. Jess actually has a life update for us this week. I do have a love life update. You always want to say love date. I, know, I, love I love hear it. Date. This love is my date. love date. <laughs> um my life update is that I met with my thesis advisor today for my senior project and he really liked all the work I've been doing and then he told me today that um he met with a potential graduate student with uh, an undergraduate professor who happens to be my advisor and the undergradu- undergraduate undergraduate uh, potential um professor asked um how like what the caliber of students here are at lehigh my thesis advisor talked about me as an example oh that's so wholesome jessica I think that's really cool that to was, see all my work hard work playing off. So yeah, i was happy about that. Yeah, that is super cool. I love that for you. You needed that. Yeah, I, I did need <laughs> that. Um, and the only other life update I have is that the sleep essential oil that I got is working, which is kind of bizarre. I'm really happy for you because you also needed that. I know. I'm having she would, a- <laughs> she would like Snapchat me at like five in the morning, be like what is life? I have a lot of sleeping problems, so if you have advice on sleep, you should hit me up. <laughs> all right, Lindsay, what's your life update? So, my life update is, I went to a concert last week, super fun, um, it was it was what I thought was an indie band that I didn't think a lot of people knew, but everybody and their mothers from our school was there, which was fine, it was like really cool, but I was like, oh my god, no way, like you're into hippocampus? Oh, I could say it, yeah, that's fine. You're into hippocampus? And they're like, yeah, like they're so dope, and I was like, fuck, I thought I was the only one. <laughs> you are in fact not cool. And You're mixer. right. You're right. I'm not. <laughs> I like to think I am though. So. All right, Lindsay, what's our next segment? Keg stands. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, thank you. All right, what's our topic this week on Keg stands? So, you asked and we delivered. Actually, you did not ask for this at all. Um, we asked each other for it. <laughs> lingerie. Lindsay, what is lingerie? S- something sexy that you wear under your clothes. It can really be defined as like anything, and like we're gonna get into it. Um, I guess like I was, like like, there's some lingerie that's like the full body, like like a corset, like a corset, stockings, like tights, whatever you want to call it. But then there's like some just like really just like lacy, like very skimpy. Like I think of lingerie in my head as like a really nice bra and a nice pair of underwear. Is like lingerie, even though that's not what objectively lingerie is. Like when I match my underwear, I'm like, oh baby, I'm wearing lingerie. (laughs) Like boom. Like, oh, I'm going to get dipped tonight. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, we thought the best way to understand how other people thought about lingerie was to make a hard-hitting research survey. And the responses were overwhelming. We got 140 responses. Thank you to everyone who participated in our right, research. Thank you. I really couldn't remember the freaking word. All right. So, just some statistics on the research before we get into the findings. Of 141 responses, we had... Sixty-six percent female, thirty-two point one percent male, and point seven percent non-binary. Um, so, obviously, in the future, we'd like to get a more diverse sample, but we thought this was a really good for our first crack at it. Yeah. So then we asked survey participants what what they are attracted to. So we saw forty-two percent. Can you read? I know. 42% (laughs) of people said they were attracted to women. 60% said they were attracted to men. And 8% of people said they were attracted to both. Which I thought was also a pretty interesting spread. Yeah. Yes. But now we get into what the hard-hitting question (laughs) is. When I am intimate with my partner, 69.3% of people notice lingerie and undergarments. That's good for them. That's a lot. I mean, I personally notice, but... Yeah, like, I would notice if you were wearing, like, funny boxers. Like, okay, you know in middle school when you, like, were at pink and you'd buy, like, the really aggressively patterned underwear or, like, people... Unfortunately, yeah, I do remember that. boys (laughs) had, like, pineapple underwear, like, boxers. Like, boxers used to be so fun. Yeah, but I... Yeah. But now, boxers aren't, like... If, if I'm hooking up with a boy in college and he has like moose moose boxers, I'm going to be confused. <laughs> <laughs> Just boxers in general are All right, not here's, my dish. Here's where it is. If you notice, what do you do? For 57 people, so 41.3% of people say something if they notice their lingerie. But what pisses me off is there's 35.5% of people who notice it and don't say anything. I don't like what are you doing? There's only a cost benefit of saying something, yeah, that didn't make sense. No, let me try again. <laughs> There's only a benefit of saying something. There you go, like at minimum, you're complimenting your partner on their fabulous underwear choice, right, and I think it's I think it's sexy when you talk about it. Um, yeah, like if I went out of my way to wear a matching bra and underwear, like, they're the same color, that was effort. That doesn't happen randomly. Right, no. (laughs) Literally, that that has never happened by accident in my entire life. Like, hold me. If you take your girl's clothes off and they're matching, you better compliment that. Yeah, boys just... Sorry, this is gonna be a generalization, but boys are just, like, generally, like, kind of, like, stupid. Like... (laughs) This is a layup. I actually tossed you the alley-oop, you just gotta put it in the basket. Right, especially with, like, matching, like... Like, matching ones are, like, so easy. Like, sometimes I'm just, like, wearing, like... If I'm wearing all black, probably wasn't really a lot of effort. I just own a lot of black. Right. If it's, like, burgundy, green, white, like, white-white... that's... Okay. Pure. Or, like, or, like... If it's, like, oh, pink, like a baby pink, like, that was planned. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, like, okay, I get, like, sometimes it's, like, dark, but, like, not that dark. It's not that dark. And also, side note, if you can have sex with the lights on, you should not be having sex. What? Because you don't you're not comfortable in No your... no no, I, I don't think it ha- to me it has something to do with the actual light. I just don't want it what? Like, you're telling me you go home after a night out and have sex with the lights on. No, absolutely not. Like, why so would you different. do that? That's no, that's so No, absolutely not. But like I'm just saying, like In what situation would you want to have the lights on? Well, no, but like if you're having sex in the middle of the afternoon per se <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but No, 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 I'm just i I'm just saying like you should be able to So you're saying... Be, like, comfortable in yourself and, like, comfortable in the fact that, like, you're having sex and, like, you're seeing your partner naked. Because, like, a lot of times, like, it's just, like, dark and you, like, don't really see, like, what's going on. But... Yeah, but I feel like I would never choose to have the lights on. No! No! But I'm just saying, if you can't have it with the lights okay. on. I understand. You, you, you I what I'm not. I'm not saying go home <laughs> and have <a> sex <laughs> with yours and give me another and make sure you put the fucking lights on. I want UV lights. I want <laughs> fucking like a spot lamp on your bed, Lindsay. Lindsay, for Christmas this year I'm getting you a spot lamp. I, <laughs> no, it's, that's, it's, not, that's not what I meant. Co- I'm going to connect it to like somebody else's room so you can't turn it off. That's so fucked. and That's not at all what I meant. Oh my God, we got... Mm. Okay, <laughs> tangent. We're coming back. So I just don't understand if you are one of the people who said you don't say anything why like is it because you don't know this person that well though I would think you'd want to make like a little sexy comment to a person you don't know well right I, I feel like that's a very easy comment to make too like it's not too deep or anything you're just saying you look hot in that yeah like oh those are sexy on you or oh, we should have asked people to submit things they say <laughs> next time next time <laughs> all right anyways so then we asked people if you purchase lingerie who do you purchase it for so we see about 30% of people purchase for themselves, 30% of people purchase for both themselves and their partner and 30% of people don't purchase it at all. And then we see about 6% just purchase. Wait, no, I messed that up. <laughs> Let me try again. No, no, yeah, you were right. And 6% per- purchase for just their partner. For just their partner. Yes. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to make a side note. Um there was one person that said, um, my mother still purchases my undergarments for me, so. How old are you? I At least 18. Okay, but <laughs> well, let's talk about that. That person was uh, self-identified as a man. And I, Denise, hi mom, has not purchased my underwear since I was like 10. At least. At least. Okay, who wants their, mother? for girls, I don't want my mom picking out my Victoria's Secret underwear. Well, like, I've I've been underwear shopping with my mom more than once. But, like, was your mom picking out the thongs from the pile? She's like, oh, these are cute. I was like, yeah, you're right, Mom. And then I picked them out, and my mom was like, oh, those are kind of skimpy. I was like, I know. Okay. <laughs> okay, but I guess I guess for boys it's different, because, like, if you're not really thinking about your underwear choices, it's just like, no, look at these fruit of the loom. Right, and, like, sometimes, like, you get them, like, in your stocking for Christmas, you know? I do, like, do not get thongs in my stocking. Well, <laughs> I don't either. I'm just saying, like, Does your brother do? get underwear for Christmas? Um, he, I think he definitely has. I don't know if it was any time recently, but he definitely has. All right. So one thing that was repeatedly said in the survey, and the do you have any other thoughts? Was this shit is expensive? It's whack. I, I have to pay money to like look sexy. Like, wh- <sighs> but see, okay. Before we get into really the social construction of lingerie, oh, there's. Mm-mm. Let's just think about what a typical bra underwear situation would cost. Victoria's Secret is seven for twenty nine, so that's seven for, for no, un- underwear. Sorry, no, it's five for twenty nine, so that's almost thirty dollars for five pairs of underwear. Yes, that's kind of a lot. No, right? it feels like a lot. Well, that's their deal. They don't have that all the time. Yeah, no, they don't have that all the time. So if I you, think that's pretty good. Okay, if you're gonna buy a pair of straight up one pair, it's nine ninety five or ten ninety five. Yeah, ten dollars for like a little little tiny fucking thing that barely covers your butt cheeks. Just, Jess just looked at her underwear. Well, I was curious if I was wearing Victoria's Secret underwear. I am. I am. <laughs> Victoria's Secret rolls the fucking world. They do. Now, how much do you pay for a bra? I don't, uh, Those are more money. I honestly don't know. I mm, I should probably buy new bras soon. I think mine are kind of getting old, but... Okay, so I pay roughly, like, for a supportive bra. A supportive bra. Between 50 to $75. Yeah, bra. they're expensive. Okay, wait, I just... <laughs> I just googled to do a cost um, comparison. Lizzie just looked at her underwear too. Yeah. <laughs> to do a cost comparison of um, boxers to thongs, and I googled cost of boxers, and a boxer dog came up. <laughs> Almost. they were really close. But like, but like, but, but boxers okay, come go. in sets. Boxers yes. come in sets of like five to ten. Okay. Three pairs of Boys Hanes boxers, ten eighty three. One thong does not even cost ten eighty three. Yeah. That's fucked. So so why? So the patriarchy <laughs> but why do i pay so, and why do i keep paying so much for it too like why do have you, i accepted that that's because you can you need underwear like you you're can't, right you, well i mean like some people just like don't I my boyfriend friend doesn't wear underwear with jeans which is re- ow yeah mm, i know why uh because she doesn't underwear is restrictive which i get no i totally agree i sleep pantsless regularly oh no me too oh okay, okay. but, but, yeah. but 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 anyway, but like you need underwear Ob- objectively you need underwear and so obviously you're not gonna keep the same pair of underwear for fucking years you have to you ha- like that's one. You of the gotta th- cycle them out I was gonna say that's one of the things that you need to pretty consistently purchase yeah and I think what's frustrating is that we market it as such a like a thing you need and you need it to look good so that I've Victoria's Secret takes my money right. every time I need it right and then another thing is like, I, like this is kind of a joke but sometimes you know I live in a house with six other girls and like People were walking around pantsless, like it happens. But sometimes like, oh, cute granny panties. And like, that's like a thing. If you're not wearing like a thong. If you're not wearing a thong. Yeah. It's granny panties. And like, even like I have like thinking about like, like cheeksters. Like (laughs) those are technically like middle school underwear. Yes. Because, yeah. Yes. But then there's like, and we're expected to also never have an underwear line. Like, oh, uh, that's. Like mm. the concept of a G-string is offensive. Like that's literally a string up your butt. Uh, literally up your butthole. There was comments about buttholes in the survey. <laughs> they're, they're you know were, who you are. <laughs> um, and like that's that's annoying. No, that is annoying because like, mm. but that's because girls' clothing's are naturally more tight, and you're supposed to be like this, like everything's together, right? And like, which we can like get into that like another time. How fucking society is like wears tightest clothing as possible, but not if you're uh, three ounces overweight and like like, all that bullshit, but... So what do you think, like, what's your experience with lingerie ones? Um, so I don't have, like, a full-ass, like... I, that'd be fun, like, a full set of lingerie. Yeah, I have a lot of friends who, like, contacted me when I sent this out that said they have them, but they've never, like, worn them. Yeah, no, I haven't, I... But I definitely wouldn't be opposed to it, and I kind of, like, want one for funsies. Um... Well, yeah, it's just, like, thinking about, like, making... I feel like when a lot of people in the survey, like, they make a purchase of lingerie with a long-term partner. Like, it's not something they'd wear out on a, a one-night stand. Right. Or, like, a, just a casual hookup. Yeah. But I guess to me, like, I I was kind of thinking of lingerie, like, similarly to you, was just kind of, like, a, a sexier bra and, like, a matching pair of sexier underwear than, like, my normal, like, athletic thongs that I wear or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But that's just me, but would purchase. Yeah, I just think a lot of people also talked about, like, how it makes them feel confident, how it makes them feel sexy, how it makes them feel good about themselves. And that's why they wear it. Right. Which I totally get. Let me see. I want to see the responses. I want to read some of my favorite. Um, we got a lot of like extra responses. Um, you know, if you have any other thoughts about this topic, what are they? Um, so I'm just going to read a few of my favorites. One person was, like, eh, kind of just focused on getting them off. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> like, just taking the underwear off, I guess you're not really focused on um, what it looks like, which is which is fine. Which, like, people have always joked, like, when someone's like, oh, do you like what I'm wearing? And they're, like, going to see a boy. I'm like, well, it'll look great on the floor. <laughs> but dead ass. Like, I, I don't know. Okay. There's another one. It's, like, it's totally okay as a woman to be like, hey, this... <laughs> Hey, isn't this barely there black lacy thing up my butt hot as hell? That was in all caps, by the way. Every time I've done that, I've had an increasingly better sexual encounter. Which is like you're, you're so right. Like I don't know. Well, like you're hyping each other up. You're they're having a chemistry. Like right. You're building like, like the tension. Yeah. I'm thinking about men wearing lingerie, like and stockings. I because mean, <laughs> because this person commented, like I think society has put an idea out there that women need to wear lingerie but men don't there's a double standard for that like which i totally agree with well what do you think a men's version of lingerie is well i think i guess there's a spectrum right I, i mean i don't know like when i think of men lingerie i'm like oh calvins like my calvins right which are sexy as hell but i don't know so hot but i again like is that lingerie but then is my matching bra and underwear set like lingerie well, I think you know, lingerie is obviously a socially constructed concept. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm taking a class; it's running my life. Um, but, Everything is a social construct. Mm-hmm. Newsflash! But I think, like, like for example, like, what are you boxer briefs, briefs or boxers, commas? Oh, 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 oh! Definitely not boxers. I I like briefs personally. See, I'm a good boxer brief gal. Mm. Like. I, like I said, going back to this. If you are have like they're still rocking like the Haynes plaid, you know, boxers from oh God, fifth I'm, grade, I'm like triggered. I'm kind of confused. Right, no, but but I don't think that I've ever particularly taken notice of a guy's boxers. Like I don't think I've been I have. W- what were they? They were Calvin's. Okay, so besides Calvin's, <laughs> like I don't think I've ever been like, ooh, sweet holiday boxers. <laughs> That someone commented that. I was gonna say, but those are cute, like, yeah, I it's fun to notice those. Um, yeah, so there's a couple comments like, interesting topic choice. Laundry is difficult, in my opinion, because like, unless you're in an intimate relationship with someone, you may not pull it out, like, which makes sense. Like, I you know, like, if you're in like doing a one night stand, like, do you know you're gonna go home with someone that you like wear this lingerie? Set? But does wearing the lingerie site make you more confident, more likely to go out? Oh, with see, I. Mm, tea I think it does I hate that I say tea all the time now when there's nothing that there, that the the tea needs to be sipped anyway beside the point (laughs) um but But, I I I think that well it's like when you go out in your favorite outfit right you're like I look good I feel good and now I'm going out and looking good right oh I No, I feel that so hard and yeah so you put on your favorite underwear and bra no and you're like right but but would you put on a full-ass lingerie set under your favorite outfit I feel like it's a lot of effort and compete. And specific, some lingerie is uncomfortable. Like, one of my friends who wears lingerie (laughs) a lot was like, well, I walk around in my lingerie in my house cleaning. I'm like, is it comfy? Uh, uh, Apparently. She's cleaning her whole house. (laughs) But like a corset, I would not find comfortable. Oh, no, not at all. But like, she loves wearing her lingerie around the house. Good for her. Honestly. Power to her. Literally. Um, Yeah, I like wearing nice lingerie. For me, mostly. I feel more comfortable, sexy, and in control. Which is, like, so true, like, fuck, like, you don't need to wear it for anybody else, men, women, other people, like, you don't, um, let's see, there's more comments. There's a lot of shit about it being expensive. (laughs) Wait, Lens, I'm curious, um, women who, um, said that they were attracted to women, did they respond that they noticed? Most, most of them did, um. Notice their lingerie, notice their lingerie. Yeah, I have them highlighted currently, so that's how I can find it. Notice their lingerie. Okay, this one person said, don't notice, 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 notice. So out of, like, the 14, three don't notice. Very interesting. Yeah. Should we look at the guys? Yes. So this is for men who indicated that they were attracted to men or both. Right. Six. Six notice. That's very interesting. I wonder if that has to do with being, like, in more in, potentially in tune with your the way in which... You like work with your sexuality or the way you understand your sexuality? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I always notice like my partner's undergarments. But, and I just said that I don't really notice a boy unless they're wearing Calvin's. Right. Or like nice underwear. And you're like, oh, that's nice underwear. Yeah. Or I'm like, that's ridiculous underwear. No, I don't know. I'm like, oh, those are like, those are sexy. But would you, do you comment on it? Yes. Well, yes. More with a girl or more with a boy? Or same with both. um, About the same with both, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. It's I don't know. I think it's, like, fun and sexy and, like, adds to, like, the whole experience if you, like, say something about it. Yeah, I totally think not saying anything just could potentially make someone who maybe, like, if you're in a long-term partnership and you put on, like, your cute underwear and your boyfriend says nothing, you're going to be like, hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm anyway I've literally had to like point out like hey look at this new sexy underwear I bought isn't it great and he was like oh yeah and you're like yeah <laughs> like pay attention <laughs> it's fine um this person said an intimate partner hasn't seen my undergarments for two years and I still purchase nice unpractical lingerie because I'm caps hot and worth it hell yeah you are you are so hot and worth go it go for it um. But I, I, yeah, I kind of like that idea of like purchasing lingerie for yourself. Yeah, and I think that like that's a way to take back like the concept that like women need to be overtly sexy. Like taking it back as like I'm wearing it for me. Like it's a confidence booster for me. Is a great way to deal with the way in which sometimes society can like make it be like women are sex objects. And right. It should look good. Right. I totally, totally validate. Yep. Um, I thought it was pronounced Lynn Greenie for longer than I care to admit. So. Bad. There are two types of people. <laughs> so we are learning a lot on the pod this week. Yes, alrighty. So that was this episode of keg stands. Yeah, that was fun. I liked this concept. Maybe yeah. the pod will do more research in the future. I know this. Like this was. <laughs> Jess and I literally sent it to, like, every group chat that we're in. I'm like, this is a a hard-hitting poll. Please answer honestly and um, quickly. (laughs) And here we go. We got all 140 responses. So, thank you. If you filled out the survey for us, we appreciate you and you're wonderful. Yes, thank you. All righty. So, next is our guest segment. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, thank you very much. Hello, my name is Jack Sullivan. And I go to school with these two lovely ladies.
0: <laughs> it was still funny. <laughs> it was still funny. We had technical difficulties the first time, but uh, still a good joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't get quite the same response. But no.
0: Well, it, it wouldn't be the same right. if I laughed at the same intensity that I laughed at the first time. It wouldn't have been genuine. No. No, I would have been faking it.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: We're all about authenticity on the pod. No. Yes.
1: Hey, no one likes faking it.
0: No. Fuck that. Lose, lose. <laughs> all right, guest. What is your topic? Well, he has a name now, but... Oh, you're right, Jack. What is your topic? (laughs) You can call me
1: guest. I don't know. Um, uh, My topic is respecting, in verbatim, uh, respecting the fuck out of women.
0: That's... Insert claps. (laughs) Yes. So, Jess told me that this is what you were talking about, and I'm so curious to see, like, where you're going to go with this topic.
1: So, I wasn't 100% sure where I should go with it. Um, I was going to kind of see where you guys wanted to go, but... I mean, it originally came about because uh, I had a different topic that I was hopefully going to talk about, um, just about music in general. And I was talking to some of my other friends, and they were like, "Yeah, that's that's pretty boring." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I know, but like I'm really interesting, so it's okay." But,
0: I don't think it's boring. I love music, so I would have loved to have that conversation with you. Maybe yeah. maybe another time.
1: Maybe another time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then someone else mentioned the hookup culture talk that you guys had with Jenny. Um,
0: that was a good episode.
1: Yeah. And, um, I had talked about someone, I talked with someone about it and they were like, oh, you could never do something like that. You're like, you're not involved in hookup culture. You're too nice and stuff. And I was like, all right, fine. Then I'll just talk about respecting women.
0: <laughs> what What does it mean? Like too nice for hookup culture? I'm like,
1: well, I mean, I was, I was in a relationship for just about the whole last year. So right. I was, I just kind of was out of it.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, because, so, the way we talked about it with Jenny, so, if you haven't, I feel like this is definitely a sequel to Jenny's episode, so, but anyway, if, what we talked about with Jenny is that it definitely had, like, a negative connotation, but I don't know if it, is it negative when it's, like, boys?
1: Well, okay, so, let me, let me go back on a little bit of what I said, where being too nice, you, you're not, no one is too nice for hookup culture, it's not a, a negative thing to be involved in, it's just a part of life. Right. But I think um, people, a lot of people see it as like hookup culture is not, um, I guess, paying attention to the other person as well. Like not paying attention, but building that relationship.
0: Right. And like not like Jenny, Jenny put it like who could care less.
1: Exactly. Um, Yes.
0: So you, you, so you're saying that you care a lot is what is what I'm hearing.
1: (laughs) I, yes, I I like to think I do. Right. Yes. But I'm obviously not a perfect person. I'm not going to come on here and say, (laughs) I'm not the one saying I'm too nice. (laughs) I I have my flaws just like everyone else. I definitely do some bad things as well.
0: All right. So before you were in a relationship for like the last year, what like, do you think you engaged in hookup culture?
1: I tried. (laughs) I (laughs) tried.
0: That's a, mood. That's a mood. Can you explain okay, for <laughs> our listeners.
1: wasn't very good at it. <laughs> give
0: give the boy perspective of hookup culture.
1: I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard dealing I think a lot of and what I was going to talk about a lot is uh just talking to girls in general. And I think a lot of guys have an issue talking to girls. I mean, and it's it's pretty clear obviously, I'm sure you guys have seen that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But um <laughs> I think it just comes down to, like, being able to talk to girls. And I think, personally, I view girls as friends a lot more than other guys would.
0: Okay. So, do you think that, like, I guess we could talk about you personally. Like, do you, because we talked about with Jenny. Like, from our perspective, um, this is how we kind of thought that the guys were thinking, like, do you guys, like, need alcohol to come talk to us? Like, yes. what? Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, okay, so, in, in the context of trying to hook up with someone, especially someone you don't know that well, mm-hmm. it's almost like an icebreaker, where guys have, it kind of... You're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm going to go say some stupid stuff to this girl and, like, (laughs) hope it works out, you know? And you're like, normally you wouldn't even dare do that. Like, no one would, like, you wouldn't say hi to this girl sober. But, like, oh, I'm, like, ten shots deep. Like, let's go for it. But I think it's it's almost like an icebreaker where it takes away that, um, the nerves of talking to girls.
0: Right. But what if, like, you were both sober? Like, in in not like a party setting let's say
1: what would you do then well personally like what I was saying is um, I think I have pretty good friendships with girls that I'm I mean I'm not going to brag but I think I'm alright at having conversations (laughs) with females where I know people who um, can't talk to girls unless they are at least 10 shots in
0: I can confirm Jack is great at sober conversing. We converse in the library a lot. Also, we're, we're all sober right now, and this is pretty good. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, unless you guys had
1: some fun before this <laughs> yeah, without no. me, I I wish, I'm pretty no. sure we're sober right now. But um, I think that's something that I definitely have since I've, like, since a young age, I've always had a lot of girlfriends. And I even got, I mean, I had a kid come up to me and, like, sixth or seventh grade in middle school <laughs> and he was like dude i thought you were gay in fifth grade oh my god because <laughs> i had i had so many girlfriends yeah <laughs> and i was like i mean yeah if if that's what your criteria is like
0: i was i was gonna say uh girlfriends and gay don't no really no no, correlate no no yeah i'm not no, no, i no, i know, I know you're not saying all. that yeah, no, yeah.
1: <laughs> but um no yeah i literally had someone come up to me and say dude i thought you were gay in fifth grade and i was like I mean, if you associate that with having like girlfriends, sure. Like, <laughs> and yeah, and I think it, it definitely has a lot to do with um, a lot of like the standards of um, like, I guess, the heteronormative culture where guys see girls as sex objects a lot. Not saying all the time, but a lot of guys do. I think and that is where guys have difficulty seeing past that and making friends with girls
0: right and like at least from our perspective like sometimes it kind of feels that way too for us like oh like they're just looking to like get me in bed with them like they don't want to like get to know me like you know it's well it's 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 dark now it's like let's go like you (laughs) know what i'm saying yeah like a frat party could feel like a like a predator prey situation where like they're like circling around the room and it's like ooh, i pick you like Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and that's,
1: well, and that's definitely what it sort of is. And I've actually, it's funny now watching it change a little bit as I've gotten a little bit older, where it's sort of changed from that dark basement where it's like, you can't see anything. Everyone's really drunk. Or now it's sort of moving to like, all my friends are sort of staying a little bit more away from that, actually like talking and stuff. And I think it's definitely a little bit more entertaining.
0: Right. Do you think it's like an age thing? Because I, I think it's maturity,
1: yeah, yeah, completely. Absolutely, yeah.
0: So when you came into college, did you feel like a pressure to maintain a certain expectation as like a, a freshman guy or like as like a boy in general in college?
1: Um, As being a guy, no. I think I came into college pretty open to just, I, I had a few things I wanted to do, and I was like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to make as many friends as I can. And, um... I think I came in with uh, two friends from high school who were girls and I didn't really feel this pressure of meeting girls, which was great um, because I had them and I would go out with them all the time. So I sort of just did whatever I wanted and it worked out really well for me. I think I don't really think, I mean, I wasn't even planning on joining a fraternity and then I sort of just Found a couple of guys that I really liked, just because of the band, and uh, I'm in a band. But,
0: <laughs> well, shameless uh, shameless plug. plug December
1: fifth at a uh, at the Funhouse. If anyone's, uh,
0: I'm there. Yeah, I will definitely be there. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So then I have a question. You mentioned Greek life. Sure. So do you think that Greek life promotes like being in a fraternity promotes like very heteronormative guys that are really big and strong and like you know, go after women? Do you think Greek life heightens that, makes it worse, et cetera?
1: I don't think so. I I figured I'd get a Greek life question about, (laughs) I I figured it would be a big topic, but um, I think it definitely can in some aspects. Um, I think it really depends on who you surround yourself with. I think a lot of some people in every fraternity, you'll find people that are aggressively heterosexual like they're there for the girls like they're going to parties they (laughs) want to be with girls like yeah and you'll find guys that are just there to hang out and have fun like it's it's greek life brings a lot of uh it just brings a lot of people together that are i don't know it brings a lot of guys together for fraternities and obviously girls sororities (laughs) but um it just puts a lot of guys in a room together basically and it's like all right who's doing what
0: yeah but see like you don't really like Especially at, like, parties, like, social settings. Like, you don't really get to see the guys who are just, like, bro and out being dudes. You see the guys who are, like, aggressively, like, in your face, like...
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... At a, uh, and I feel bad, yeah, at a, at a lot of parties and stuff. It'll either be the guys that are talking to their friends, mm-hmm. or it'll be a guy trying to yeah, pick up a girl.
0: Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I think when I think a lot about frat culture, I unfortunately relate it to, like, negative...
1: It do, It definitely has a lot of... I'm not... Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and preach for... Greek life because yes there are tons of negatives that come out of it
0: right but but there are pot like we're I all in, we're had all in Greek life an incredible
1: yeah, yeah I yeah. have met you guys through Greek yeah. life <laughs> I have had an incredible experience myself I have some yeah. of my best friends obviously are in my house
0: yeah but it's just like sometimes like there I are definitely
1: know. I I witness it on a daily basis yeah I see things and I'm like yeah I mean you don't know, you don't really say stuff all the time but it's just like some people are. I don't know.
0: Do you ever discuss this, like, amongst guys besides being, like,
1: I'm Lindsay just got really excited? <laughs> no,
0: because I'm always so curious because I feel like, girls anyway, we kind of talk about a lot of, not a lot about guys, but, like, we just had a crazy night. You, like, hooked up with someone or, like, someone was, like, hitting on you and then you go back and you tell all your girlfriends about it. Like, do you guys kiki about this or, like?
1: <laughs> well, about what exactly?
0: I, like, like, about...
1: About girls about or girls, about yeah. each other? No, like about... Like, about things... Okay. Yeah,
0: about girls. Like, oh, like, I saw you were, yeah. like, hitting on so-and-so at the bar last night. Like
1: definitely. That. <laughs> definitely a little bit. Um, I think from... I think guys are a little bit more reserved, depending. It depends on who it really? is. Really?
0: I'm shocked With by each that.
1: other. It well, depends.
0: really? Like, because I feel like, like, in, like, maybe, you know, media's not real, but, like, in my brain, it was, in my brain, it was, like, oh, man, they hook up with someone and they tell everybody...
1: It, it depends. There's like a, a broad like yes, you'll people say like yeah, I hooked up with so and so, but as far as details or anything, it's just like I, I don't think it. And it depends on the guy. Every guy's different.
0: That's uh, yeah. I'm just Jess and I are sitting it, here like kind of appalled a little it bit, like
1: very much depends. Like I know I have friends that won't say anything. Like I have guys that will say a little too much, but
0: because <laughs> like I feel like I always scary. know too much. Like I always know too much. know
1: but that's the thing when. Girls that you're friends with tend to, I feel like a lot of guys go to girls and talk to them about, and they end up getting more details than probably guy friends would get. Oh,
0: that's so interesting.
1: I think. I mean, this is just in my experience.
0: It's like you live with-
1: As far as guys, I mean, girls are the best to go to for relationship advice.
0: You heard it here first, people.
1: <laughs> that's just a fact. We got a good one over here. Girls I don't know. think like girls.
0: <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> I feel like I never go to boys for boy advice. Oh I would no! That's literally never. A bad idea. <laughs> okay, so you live with four boys. I do. Like, how do you? How does like that work in like a house? Like I don't know. Thinking about like does like are you like is there competition? Like are all trying to like? Oh, that's an interesting one. Like
1: it's like the best thing I've ever done and the worst thing I've ever done at the same time.
0: Elaborate. I'm curious.
1: So last year I was uh, an RA as Jess is currently. And um that was it's basically two sides of the spectrum where I you went from this hyper PC culture where it's almost a little overbearing because the school itself is trying to like cover their own like ass. And now I'm living in a house of guys who just don't care. <laughs> and um I think it's almost it's balancing for me, it's good. Um, but it's obviously also bad, uh, because I mean, living with a bunch of guys, it's, it's contained where people say things and it's, um, it's like, obviously we're all friends and we don't, uh, get offended about anything. So.
0: Yeah, no, I, no, I have, I have a question. Um, because you mentioned like RA is like Pretty PC. Like, do you, this, I, this is not related at all to hookup culture, but I'm very curious. I
1: know, we've been just, I know, going I know, it's okay. We'll come t- back. Well, well, not really tangent, we'll, just where it's going.
0: Yeah, we'll find, we'll find our way back eventually. But, um, with like PC and stuff, like, do you find that, like, do you like ever like correct your guy friends on like, do you know notice, like, like hold, holding them accountable, like for saying the R word? Because literally, uh, sorry, this is, uh, this is so off topic, but like, I was hanging out with like a bunch of my guy friends the other night. And one of them said the R word, like, literally twice, and I looked at him, and I was like, bro, like, word choice, and, like, none of the other guys said anything, and I was like, I've corrected the same person for over two years, and he doesn't say anymore. But I want to know if you guys do that to each other. Thank you. I was really proud of it. But I just, we just want to, like, do you, like, hold your friends accountable? Or, yeah.
1: I'm going to be honest, definitely not as much as I should.
0: We appreciate the honesty.
1: I'm being open here. I do not usually. I mean, I personally, it's things I'll never say, um, and I, you could even ask my friends, and I'm very, <laughs> I'm very good about what I say, um, but I don't usually, um, I don't, I won't openly call people out too often. If it's like a, if it's a problem, like certain things, I have like, especially my friends, they don't use the R word that frequently. That's not
0: All right. Well, you have good friends then.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, it, it comes, it does come out every now and then from people, and I mean. It is wrong, and I definitely, I'm guilty of not being a bystander, well, of being a bystander.
0: Thank you. I was just very curious. Um, Should we go back to hookup culture after that quick little tangent? Um, (laughs) I feel like Jess has, like, a list of questions here.
1: Oh, yeah. you know
0: me? I'm hyper-prepared. As
1: any prepared host should. No, Uh, big podcast guy. Well,
0: there are are two types of hosts. Um, She has questions, and I was like, let's just fucking wick (laughs) it. Okay, so... When you're thinking about like the difference between guys and girls, and you like you said you were in a relationship and you're considered a nice guy, like what do you think of the like idea of nice guys finish last?
1: Um, well, first of all, I again i I don't want to i'm not I don't think of myself as a nice guy. That's just, I think <laughs> of you as a nice guy, Jack. I don't, don't want to come on here and play Jesus here. I'm not <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm not bragging about myself here. I've done done my own fair share uh, fair share of things, but as we all have, <laughs> um, the whole "nice guys finish last" is definitely just a, an overstatement of it's it's just a, a broad phrase, and I think there's different cases in which nice guys finish last and which nice guys don't finish last, and I think it's just like a broad statement that guys use when they're frustrated, um, sometimes, but I think where that comes from is uh, just again, relationships with girls, like being able to be confident is the borderline of, I think a lot of nice guys tend to sometimes tend to not be confident. And I think this is where it comes from where guys that go up to girls and talk to them and make their intentions clear uh, tend to do better with girls, obviously. And I think that's that frustration with, guys that are quiet and introverted is sort of where that phrase comes from, but it's not necessarily true all the time because a confident guy who's talking to girls and is very open um, with their intentions and how they feel, I think is still gonna do perfectly fine. And
0: <laughs> Right. And he, that, that boy sounds like a nice guy. Yeah, no, but,
1: <laughs> but then there is where it gets, it tends to be the, um, how heavily can I curse here? Yeah, no, yeah, go for <laughs> not, it. Not yeah, no, but this is horrible. I was just curious. I've been meaning you to ask. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but like a lot of like the super douchey guys that oh,
0: douchey was your bad word. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was that
1: that's what I meant. It wasn't that bad, but <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but I just didn't know for the future also. Yeah. But um Let it super, let it out. yeah, no, super like douchey guys um tend to have that same confidence and are able to talk to girls and stuff too a lot. Right. Um, so I think that's where that comes from, where the, the not nice guys.
0: Right. And, I mean, I've kind of noticed it with, um, like, my girlfriends. None of them are into, like, quote-unquote, like, nice boy. Like, they're all assholes. No,
1: it's the boys that'll talk to them. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah. They're into, like, really assholes. And I'm like, can you pick a nice one, please? Like, you deserve so much better than that. And it's because, like, like, the confident guys who, like, I guess think they're hot shit or, like, think they're pretty good looking. And, like, they are. I'll give them that. But they're, like...
1: Well, that's, that's something that I, I can't really obviously speak for girls, but I think a lot of girls find that attractive is when you're very confident about yourself. Yeah. And I think that tends to usually go with guys that are very full of themselves.
0: Right. Like there's a fine line because like confidence yes. is so sexy on like anybody. Exactly. Um, but it does. And it does,
1: lack of confidence is it's unattractive.
0: Va- like, yeah, but I don't think you need to be like cocky or super like handsome good looking to like it's
1: it's a very
0: yeah yeah like have that kind of confidence but yeah okay i wrote here another question that just wrote about how like girls always go for bad boys do you think that people who are acting like you said like full yourself overly confident is that their authentic selves or is that like a hyped up version of them
1: oh (laughs) that's a very case by case thing i think a lot of guys some guys when they're around girls they're a completely different person And um, I think that's definitely a toss up with the guys, because sometimes some guys are just always like completely confident and macho and stuff. And some guys are just like that in front of girls. Yeah, that's just how they are.
0: Oh, interesting. But like, so there are like, are there some guys that are just like, I guess, macho all the time? Like it's it's kind of like going off her.
1: Or- well, yeah, it's some guys definitely take it into their own persona okay. to be very macho. Um
0: Have you been impacted by like the expectation of like being a manly man? Like the societal expectation of that?
1: Um I'm aware of it and it's just it I definitely think it it comes down to your definition of a man and what that means. And I think I think a lot of guys, there's sometimes an expectation to be a man and what that means gets misconstrued, whether it's like being violent or aggressive or just certain characteristics that aren't necessarily positive. And I think personally, it's your own definition of what being a man is. And if that's just being a good person or being nice to other people, I guess it's kind of the same thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, I think it's all about what you define as being a man and um, taking care of your friends, taking care of your family, whether that's, you know, whatever stage in your life you're at. Um,
0: Right. Because I'm just, I I, I was just curious that you used um, aggressive and what was the other word violent that you used just like off the top of your head? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, that's
1: just some certain characteristics that come to mind.
0: Interesting. And then, I, I, okay.
1: There are definitely, I mean, there's obviously plenty of negative stereotypes with being a manly man. No, absolutely. And there's positive Yeah, yes. But Those I, were just the two that came to mind. Right. I was going to say,
0: yeah. It was just... <laughs>
1: I don't know. It could be something subconscious. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. So when you think about, like, how your identity as, like, a man and a college kid and all that jazz has come together... <laughs> Jack is laughing at it. Me and Lindsay Zero like, literally the snug. The
1: repositioning yeah. little grunt if you rewind about 10 seconds now.
0: <laughs> so, um, do, what do you think impacts, like, the way you carry yourself as, like, a guy in college?
1: What impacts me? That
0: was a deep question, Jess.
1: Um, I think definitely how others think about me and what, like, obviously, it's always not, it's not always a positive thing, but what others say and think about me, um, I mean, to an extent, you got to balance, like, uh, what other people think about you and how you think you should be.
0: Right, because it's always in the back of your your mind anyway. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it it shouldn't be because, I mean, it should be um, part of it because I think, again, it's a balance of what the public and people think of you and what you think of yourself because if you just think, hey, I'm a great person, I don't care what anyone else thinks about me, like... You're probably yeah. gonna end up. You're gonna do what you want. It's not gonna be a good look for everyone else, but right. Um, but you can't take what other people think too seriously as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is good. This turned into like ask a boy session. Um.
1: Oh yeah, it's no, because... completely fine.
0: Um, because, I, do you find it like difficult to be like emotional or like emotionally vulnerable like with your guy friends? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. I, I like to think I keep most of my emotions in check. Um, so I'm not uh I'm not too bad with holding anything in too much, but I definitely don't always go to my guy friends. They're not I don't think um I mean personally, and I know a lot of guys don't talk to me about I almost no one talks to me about their emotions as far as my guy friends go. Um so. and I know people that do I mean Bottle up their emotions and drink it off, and it's just—that's
0: a terrible habit.
1: (laughs) It's it's awful, and it's tough to see. And yeah, I mean, I'm always—I literally went through weeks of training to be able to talk about emotions. (laughs) So I think uh, I'm always open um, to talk about stuff, but it's just—it's so uncomfortable with guys,
0: right? Like you'd be more apt to go to your girlfriends to like talk about that kind of stuff, or like, or would, or like anybody, like, would you be comfortable like?
1: I mean, yeah, I think. And that's where another thing, just like hookup culture, drinking comes into play where right. people will get drunk and talk and cry about their emotions. And yeah. I, I have one of my really good friends um, drinks and then cries. And I'm sure that's I, it's definitely a lot more common. No offense, probably more common with girls are a little, tend to um, yeah. be a little bit more expressive in that regard. Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: I've been there. <laughs> I've seen a lot of guys do the drink, cry, call me. Yep. Like, literally mm-hmm. give me their whole last year of their life. I don't want
1: to talk about my emotions, so I'm going to get drunk and then complain. Yeah.
0: And then in the morning, pretend that they didn't say anything to me. And yeah. I think that is such a toxic culture.
1: It's, it's basically the same as hookup culture, <laughs> where it's like, you lose, like what Jenny was saying with accountability. You lose.
0: Right. Yeah. It doesn't. Right, because you're getting drunk, you're like, oh, well, it was the alcohol, it wasn't me. Yeah. And, I'm like, that's bullshit. But, like, it was.
1: It definitely <laughs> was. Like, that was definitely premeditated. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I feel like sometimes, I mean, sometimes, obviously, like, just comes out, like, you get too drunk, and Mercury happens to be in retrograde, and you cry, but... It is in retrograde. Shit's I happening. Hate,
1: I hate astrology.
0: <sighs> and What are you? What sign are you? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> but he knows, so... <laughs> he knows his astrology. But
1: yeah, um no but n-
0: Yeah, but sometimes like it just happens, but other times, I think Sometimes
1: it definitely does happen, but uh, sometimes I think it's a meditating. lot of the times people a lot of people, especially guys, um can use alcohol to as an excuse to talk about their emotions.
0: Yeah. This is so interesting. Yeah. So Jack, what are you going to work on being more open about?
1: Uh I'm definitely working on being more open about uh I think calling people out and holding Probably holding other people responsible for the things they say. I think that's a good place to start. Um,
0: No, absolutely. That goodest place as any to start, in my opinion. Yeah. Thanks for coming, Jack. This was, like, honestly really eye-opening, and we covered a variety of topics, but this was fun.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm proud to be the first first guy on the pod.
0: Yeah. That's so exciting.
1: I I was, like, really hoping I, I hit that.
0: No you did Yeah yeah, you did And, and
1: I feel like I definitely We, we covered most of the guy uh, We did got a lot of that out
0: <laughs> This turned into Ask a real life dude Oh yeah <laughs> That'll be the name For the topic in the, in the podcast Ask a dude <laughs> Ask a real boy <laughs> Oh
1: I am a boy
0: <laughs> um, But thank you so much This was great um, We had a lot of fun We hope you did too
1: Yeah I had a great time Thank you very much For having me
0: so that's it for this episode of Sorry We're Open.
1: Thank you to
0: our guest, Jack, who's fantastic. We were so happy to have a boy on the podcast. <laughs> so if you are a boy and want to come on the podcast, you should hit us up. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Direct ads. Yeah. And if you're interested in having us more do more research via the pod and you have a topic. Yeah. Preferably not about buttholes but yes <laughs> <No> <laughs> butthole topic. but a few other topics you yeah. want to <laughs> ask about we'll do some more hard-hitting research yeah all right so I wanted to go over the polls from last week so 69% of people said they would never. they would be a sugar baby honestly as they should power to them um, and for reference 75 people answer these polls. Alright, a surprising thirty percent of people said that they know people or have been a sugar baby themselves. It's crazy. I got a lot of texts about <laughs> people who know people from high school or random people like who are friends of friends. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um so is everyone a criminal or are you just socialized to become one? Seventy percent of people say that you're socialized to become one, which I think I agree with. I I think so as well, because society. Anyway. <laughs> Um, and then do you believe crime should have mandatory minimums? 70% of people said no. And 30% of people said yes. So I think that 30% was a little bit higher than I thought, but I would love an opportunity to talk to anybody who said yes, because I think that it's a topic that we need to definitely explore more. Um, and I think we definitely, criminal justice, especially after our conversation with Lexis, was something so interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And we had a lot of reactions to this episode. A lot of people said you know, we had one comment that says society has accepted, quote unquote, jail as a place to relocate people, many who have mental illness. Um, someone asked if you can have a sugar daddy while also being a committed relationship. I don't like uh, if you're not doing anything like sexual with them. Is uh, is it cheating? So I don't think it's. Uh, yeah, I see. Is it emotionally cheating? <gasps> That's a whole nother topic. Right. Well, I don't know. Are you catching feels for him or you just want his money? I, I don't know. If you have thoughts, hit our line. Yeah. Um This is unrelated to college, but these are the type of conversations we should be having as young people. Um, which I totally agree with. Someone goes, Alexis's wokeness made my day. She was she was great. Um, very well educated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's it for this episode. Um, so as usual, follow us at sorry we're open podcast. If you're interested in being a guest, you can hit us through the DMs or text us or send a smoke signal however you want to communicate with the podcast <laughs> bat signal preferably all right thanks, thanks for everybody listening. oh oh damn jinx. it <laughs>